absolutely destructive of the anger one of us was feeling. Like, just being like, why the fuck did you not grab the lettuce, Matt? I told <laughs> I you to grab the, the lettuce. And he was like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I thought you meant the tomato. And, like, that kind of conversation happening. Welcome to the Cartoons Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, zero game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and always, I'm here with my best friends, Mercer and Sacco. I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Mercer. Do you notice how we Hello. always... Uh, hi, how are you? I'm okay. I was gonna. I was going to say, do you notice how we never ask Sacco how he is? Yeah, we actually note about that every week. I'm not surprised you don't remember, because you never remember conversations we have, but... Uh, on that topic, <laughs> just on the topic of me not remembering, um, what is today's topic? Today's topic, well, wow, you jumped right into that one, really, which I, I could, feel like you really, really didn't want to talk about how, um, on point my insult was, yeah. but today's topic is an interesting one. So it is, it, it's kind of open-ended. So do you personally think video games and video gaming has improved you in any way. Uh, this is like less, I don't know, let, let's give some examples here, like hand-eye coordination, emotional maturity, creative thinking, problem solving. I know neither of you have the emotional maturity one down, but the other ones you might be able to. I, uh, I personally- <laughs> I'm a fan. Um, just, <laughs> just uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this because I think video games uh, definitely sometimes have a bad stigma. I know we're kind of breaking out of this, but uh, I think for- Overall, they they do have a, a overall positive. Definitely don't help with my speech. Um, that needs work. My brain thoughts. My your my, brain thoughts. My, your brain thoughts. The words inside my head that make the words come out definitely needs help. Don't know why I'm on a podcast. Um, here I am rambling away. Anyways, moral of the story. Before we jump I into know, this, I know why you're on a podcast. It's because I don't shut up. Sometimes I should. <laughs> I was gonna say you're you're a white male who owns a microphone. Yes, so you have a podcast. Okay. Well, before we dive into that, Taco, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing today, Matt? I'm doing so Besides good. questioning so your existence in the world, I'm so glad I woke up and decided to today's the day that I'm gonna have every existential crisis combined into one. Well, let's have a crisis around. Uh, what video games do for you, whether they have any benefit on you at all. I am going to bring this back on track if you haven't yes. noticed. I am I'm, <laughs> I'm lifting the 400 pound train that has gone off track back onto the tracks by myself. Thank you, I'm very good at it. You can't fix so, this derailed train. I, hold on a minute. I can, a so I have millions of times before. <laughs> hold on a minute. Uh, there may be uh, two white males on this podcast, one microphones, however, we are not alone, and because we have you, Marissa, we will get back on track, and we will get to the point. So we are not just any average old podcast. We are the Crown Teetons. So, and in uh, true nature, thank you for saying the thing I just said. I just, but in I had your to, own way, again, one more time, I am um, white and a male, so I just had to repeat what you said louder. <laughs> Very good. I'm, I'm trying to talk quieter though, because I don't want to talk over you. Right, naturally, so, so yeah. Just, just bringing it down a bit. Um, I I do want to I do want to get into this one because I think it's a good mm -hmm. one. Um, and I know 
So there, there's this fun thing I'd love to do. I do it a little bit with both of you, but I mainly do it with Sako because he's actually he's actually quite good at it. Um, so speaking of hand-eye coordination, if you throw something at Sako, he will catch just it. Catch it no matter what. He no, no matter what. You can just throw it. Like not even like like the first time you kind of got to make sure it's close to him so he knows what you're doing. But then you can just start hucking it across the room. He will <laughs> dive. That man will catch that thing. Um, especially if you want to raise the stakes too, like make it something breakable too, like like that. <laughs> he'll get mad at you. Um, I throw my phone lots at him. I just toss it. All like, the he'll time. Be like, All like the time. on a walk, on a walk in like on gravel. Like like my phone is going to shatter if he doesn't catch it. I will take it out of its case and be like, hey, here you go, and he'll just dive. I, but hand-eye coordination, I feel like that's maybe from all the FPSs he plays. I, it, yeah, I would say that, like that, like, like hand-eye coordination, like reaction time, like that all kind of runs into. Because I mean, like, um, I know they call like Call of Duty like a like a Twitch game. It's not in some, like the sense that you stream it on Twitch, but like in like you have like, <laughs> like if you have like, <laughs> it's, like quick quick reactions, right? Like, um, so yeah, and I, I played a lot of Call of Duty when I was a kid, and um. I still I used to play it a lot until we found Apex. Uh well until all, every Call of Duty was a broken piece of garbage. And then we were like, oh Apex works a little bit more than Call of Duty, so we'll play that oh. instead. <laughs> um, um I, I have but a yeah. question just before we get too far away from this. Do you throw stuff um just to just to get that little like impulse in your head? Like, you know, like the intrusive thoughts? Because like oh, my brain yeah, all the yeah, time yeah. is just like throw your phone out the window. I'll be like, I shouldn't. But like, yeah. if I have a sacco there, it's like everyone sees a sacco to catch their impulsive thoughts. Um, uh, it definitely, it definitely doesn't work in moving vehicles. Um, not, no, no. Just like, <laughs> he will not jump out of the I vehicle out for the, the phone. No, I draw um, the line. Um, at it is a little bit. It it is a little bit about that, which is something I'm going to actually tie into later. So, um, yeah, I, I have ADHD. So yeah. uh, one of the things I've found, and I'm totally taking the away from hand-eye coordination, but I found that helps on lots of levels with ADHD, uh, just playing video games, and also harms it. So I just want to get yeah. into that later. But that impulse, like, that, like, I'll just do that thing. And then if you have somebody like Sacco, just, like, the hand-eye is on point. The, the question technically was, can are you, like, like, you asked me if I have that hand-eye coordination. And I think that, to a certain extent, I do. Like I am. I know I've done this with you too. Like I've just tossed stuff at you. Yeah, and like, I'll but usually... I don't. I'm not as risky with it with you. So, so my thing is that like, if I wanted to catch it, I could. Ninety percent of the time, I'm just so flabbergasted that you would throw something at me that I will just stand there and be like, "Are you serious?" Is this? Yeah, see, this is where you have to hide in the stakes too, because huh? so if you throw if you throw like a stuffed animal at Sacco, he'll just like he'll let it bounce off yeah. of him. Like I just, what's the point? But it, it has to be something. It's better if it's his phone too. Like yeah. that's, no, that's no, 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 no. It's height. worse if it's my phone because then I have anxiety. <laughs> if I drop your phone, that's not my fault. Yeah, I will but do my I'm best saying, to catch it because I don't want your phone to break. You're never, you're never going to drop your phone. This is the thing. I've, I've, I've I tossed know, his phone I, at him. I'm also never most... going to purposely drop your phone. I just. <laughs> yeah, but it's heightened because now you have the anxiety pushing you. It's like adrenaline. I guess. I'm I not feel, wrong. Uh, you're not I'm wrong. An asshole, yeah, just an but asshole. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I think uh with anything in life, I think practice definitely um increases skills. And I think that 
playing. I'm bringing it back to video games in case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think playing first person shooters really like heightens my ability to click um, a screen, especially playing on a on a PC. Like I got really my my click my mouse is really accurate. So I feel like uh, maybe not hand-eye coordination, but like finger-eye coordination. That sounds weird. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Don't, don't repeat that one, Matt. Uh, that's actually quite true. So like I used to work with somebody who played a lot of Apex on the computer and uh, he was like a developer. And like it was kind of absurd watching him like click around on screens and shit. I was just like, I don't like you didn't even see anything. There's no, there's yeah. no fucking way. <laughs> like, <I don't> <laughs> But in comparison, like FPSs aren't all built the same. Like with Apex, I definitely, I used to play COD a lot too. And I was, I was getting quite good at it. Um, And we stopped playing um, and we switched over mainly to Apex. And it's not quite like, Apex is a lot harder of a game, I would find. I'm so sorry if you disagree with that. I I do have I do have backup for that, <laughs> but I will fight out that argument least, if you want me to. It is a lot harder because there's a lot there. It's there's just a lot more things to coordinate for, which is why I feel like it doesn't improve your um, hand-eye coordination quite as much. Because yeah. as Sacco was alluding to, like Call of Duty is a see something move, move Shoot. like yeah. it's a it's a action yeah. reaction kind of thing. Yeah, whereas Whereas Apex is a lot more of like action, reaction, but also strategy. Yeah, there's a planning process, that, right? Like in COD, you see someone, you shoot at them. In Apex, you see someone like, oh, fuck, there's a guy over there. And you tell you everybody, you know, and then you, yeah, and then you have to plan it out. So I actually feel like it's much better for a wider range of skills. Like you still have the little bit of benefit that comes with almost all video games, I think, to your hand-eye coordination. Oh, for sure. But yeah. also you have the like problem solving the risk factor like weighing a risk is really like a big thing like can i 1v3 this squad probably not how many people do i see the quick scanning the quick like um digestion of information comes a lot more into effect with apex whereas like cod really is a and i played it and i know this and it is very especially if you like quick scope or something like that or if you're on console and you're relying on like aim assist and don't lie to me, you do sometimes. If you're scoped in and your um, gun moves, you're just firing the trigger. Like, it's just having that quick reaction time, which is where he can catch his phone as it's hurtling towards the ground. Yeah. It's that, that quick impulse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the biggest thing that Apex helped me with, uh, like, I've improved on is communication skills. Um, just being like, hey, there's, there's an enemy I'd over love- there. I love to shit on you for this, but you both of you have actually come a long way. It's a little bit sad sometimes because you still don't communicate as much yeah. as I would like <laughs> to, or as much as I'm communicating. It's a process. The other thing I've noticed is that uh, you guys have gotten a lot better, and this is not perfect. This is not unflawed. I've actually called you out many a times on stream for this, but you're getting a little bit better at the like being able to receive information in multiple forms. What yeah. I mean by this is you can be under attack and I can say something and you actually hear me. And when we first started playing Apex, that was like a no-go. It was like, Marissa didn't say anything. I'm and you would actually somebody. say that to me. I'd You'd be vision. like, you didn't tell me that they were there. And I was like, yeah, let's play it back actually on the stream. We, we <laughs> do have see how we pinged, how I pinged and how I said out loud and how I did a great call out and how you ignored me. Um, so you guys are getting better at actually like receiving information while also doing something else, which is 
Yeah. Multitasking. It's good. Definitely multitasking is def- like definitely an issue. And like when we say I, I've definitely improved in a sense of I went from zero to one on a scale of 100. <laughs> but that is improvement. And I, I yeah. like to thank video games for that. And I think that a lot of the stuff like I also don't play as nearly as much as I used to. And I feel like uh, if I did like practice more, like it all comes down to practice. Everything in life is practice. Um, yeah. Nobody's perfect at everything as soon as they do it. Um, at least I'm not. I'll be the first person to say that. So the the longer you practice, the better you get. Yeah. So like with any battle royale games, there's like the communication skills. There's the team building, leadership skills, because there's every squad needs like a kind of like a leader, you know. Um, and then also just like the, I don't know how I would describe this, but like weighing outweighing like different choices because it's like, do I want this gun or this gun? Like quick decision making. Quick like, decision making. Yeah. Is that what you would call that? Doing a quick pros and cons list in your mind. <laughs> little, like, little pros and cons list is like, I really like want. I want this gun, but there's more ammo so, for this gun here. <laughs> I, I would also say, so what I thought you were talking about for a second, and I was going to be like, oh my God, I just congratulated your listening skills, and I'm going to have to take it all back. I thought what you were talking about for a second was the risk reward like like thing and i was like i legitimately just said that but no you're right yeah even just like making decisions having planned strategies stuff like that like all that that quick decision making is really important yeah and like it it, i bring that into my real life you know it's like i'm looking at uh, a heavy machine gun do i have enough ammo should i restock now and then two hours later i'm at work and i'm like I, there's a rush coming in i have enough two percent milk I, should i restock now you know, it's, it's, so that's actually called work, you know? um that's a, called executive function um yeah. so it's your ability to make a decision and then act upon it as well um oh. so that is that is part of it um so this is where i find that actually video games can really help with adhd so a lot of people who have adhd have an executive dysfunction where they can't make themselves do something because despite how badly they want it and it helps and hinders like it's also another reason for me to like not go do the thing I should be doing or want to do um is because I'm like I'm gonna just play seven more rounds of Apex um so like (laughs) this is what I mean but even I was thinking like a little bit different than this but is in terms of like attention spans like, do you think you have more of an attention span or less of an attention span because of video games? I guess that, like, that depends on the video games you play, right? Like, if you're playing mostly first-person shooters, like, you, like, like, I, like excluding Apex, like, like your traditionals, like, Call of Duty. No, and... I'll include Apex, because I've had a lot of people in Apex who have, I think this is maybe what you're getting at. I'm talking over you. I'm so sorry. Low, low attention spans. Right? As you should. Like short attention As spans. As you should. <laughs> but it's the, uh, they go down and they're immediately out of the lobby, too, right? So yeah. they can't wait for you to come get them. And regardless of, like, what the situation is. I've seen that lots where I'm, like, on my way to revive someone, and then they're gone. And I'm like, that was really annoying. Thanks yeah, for like, that, like... Like, I was saying, like, specifically Call of Duty, because, like, you really want to concentrate on something for, like, maybe 10 to 15 seconds at a time. Like, if you run into somebody, like, the yeah. fight's not going to last very long. For an Apex, the fight lasts longer. Also, you need to pay more attention to everything around you. Like, Call of Duty, you're running, and it's... You see someone, you Potentially very similar to Warzone, though. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Yeah. 
So like any battle royale kind of thing. Like even even I would say Halo would be like, like a short attention span thing because they don't they don't have a battle royale mode yet. They're rumored to have one apparently at some point, but um yeah, but like if you're playing like an RPG, like if you're playing The Witcher, like that's not a short attention span game. Like that's a game that you sit down, you're gonna you're gonna invest several hours into it and the quests are not very short. Even like the side quests aren't very short. Like you're not gonna find a fifteen second side quest in The Witcher. It's gonna be like multi you're gonna have to talk to people, you're gonna have to well, find that's answer, not entirely true. Uh it depends on how bad you are at the game. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Wow. I think also you can just like go in and play like the card <laughs> game or like the dice. Yeah, but even a round of Gwent uh, takes it's pretty long. It's good. It's going to take a, at least a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say like, yeah, for sure. Like if you're playing RPGs and stuff like that, I, I don't think you have a short tension span. You probably have a different problem, which is kind of where the drawback for video games comes in for me, which is hyperfixation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to hyperfixate lots. Uh, you guys have seen this. Me being like, I'm not playing anything but Apex tonight. I don't care if you want to play Minecraft. Because <laughs> um, I'm just on an Apex whatever. But stuff like that, I I, I, I don't think video games have helped me. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely, I think another thing, um, just because you were talking about uh, ADHD and like something that I find really common is the um overwhelming feeling of i have all of these things to do and so i will do nothing because i can't decide of this giant list of tasks that i've created mm. for myself um and video games definitely helps to narrow down like when i'm in the lobby or if i'm like i'm in the game mm-hmm. i was like this these are my tasks i'm doing these tasks and i will stay on task and i will do them um however it is a double-edged sword because I also am like, here's my real world task that I have set for myself and I can't decide which one to do. So I'm going to go to Stardew Valley and farm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I need to mow my lawn, but I, I, I also have to do other gardening and I have to clean my house. I can't decide. So I'm going to go play Animal Crossing and do all of those tasks in, in my game, Animal yeah. Crossing. <laughs> in my but it's a single <laughs> it's a single game and therefore I can that focus on That is like the epitome of The Sims. So I remember yeah. when I was in high school, like it'd be like me sitting there on a Sunday night being like, I have to finish my math homework, but I'm definitely going to make sure all my Sims do their math homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They so better do their homework. There's no excuse. I don't know what they think they're doing, but um, me, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get to it. I'm a little busy. <laughs> I'm a little Actually, busy making sure other people do their homework. Other imaginary people do their imaginary homework. Not imaginary, digital. It's different. Digital. <laughs> um. It reminds me of Stardew Valley because in Stardew Valley, you if you don't go to bed by 2 a.m., um, you wake up at like somebody like finds you like, hey, you like passed out in the streets like we brought you home. And then like they take your money and like I'll take this as a fee. And like if you I'll go take, to bed they after. They mug you? We brought you home. No, we we so, stole your so, shit first. So, so, so there's there's a there's like the asshole like Joja company, which is like basically Amazon. It's like, hey, we took this fee to drive you home. Uh, Thanks. Or it's like, hey, I found you in the streets, and then and then like they just drop you off, and you're like, you wake up the next morning, you're like, huh, like a bunch of stuff is missing. Like I guess I lost it. But if you go <laughs> to bed I after, <laughs> if you go to bed after midnight, you like wake up tired, and if you go to bed after one, you wake up like even more tired. So it's like very common in the Stardew Valley community to be like, sleep is extremely important. Like I need to get to bed re- nice and early 
it's 10 p.m i'm in bed <laughs> um as i say it's 3 a.m in the real world yeah. i'm sitting there like sleep is important i need to get my <laughs> person to bed i must sleep, That's <laughs> I must amazing. sleep and my eyes are bleeding so yeah anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's Sometimes actually they're not helpful. So uh, that's actually a good point. So I have, a, I have a couple other things I think video games have helped. And this wasn't supposed to be about what video games have made worse in our lives. But like my sleep, <laughs> it has not helped. <laughs> it has not helped me sleep ever. I remember looking up one day because I was like, there has to be a game that's going to like put me to sleep, right? Like there's games for everything. <laughs> there's got to be one that's going to help me not stay up till five in the morning, right? Doesn't exist. Couldn't find it. Doesn't exist. Yeah, you just got you got to get to the next level, and it's like you <laughs> you get you're almost at the next level, and then you you realize that oh shit, I actually started the next level. This is the new level, so now mm -hmm. I have to get to the end of this one. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a rocky, slippery slope there. Um, but to to like things that like video games that have benefited me, um, and just we were talking about communication in Apex. Uh, Overcooked. A game that the three of us have played together and yes. debatably <laughs> debate. it wasn't a question <laughs> just explaining for the people who aren't the three of us who might be listening we, we um, played it we almost killed each other over we, it, but we, we played I was it gonna say, <laughs> definitely in the moment maybe made the the friendship worse um definitely debated how i could get out of these situations with violence but overall i feel like that has increased our communication Oh yeah, um, that's a that's a heavy heavy teamwork game. Like it's that, heavy teamwork, heavy work communication, and heavy, yeah. um, like just cooperation in general. Like you have to trust each other too. Like the trust yeah. is really there, which I want to talk about with. Uh, it takes two in a second here, but yes, um, yeah, uh, even like that game. Like if I was a parent, I would give that game to like arguing siblings who couldn't get along <laughs> because because they would yell at each other but they'd they'd eventually have to figure out how how the hell to just work together for a little bit um because like even when we were fighting it was always like no matter how like absolutely destructive of the anger one of us was feeling like just being like why the fuck did you not grab the lettuce Matt, I told you I to grab the lettuce. the lettuce. And he was like, I don't know, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the tomato. And like that kind of conversation happening. It was like, okay, next time we're going in with this plan. And it was like, now we have a new strategy. Now we're going to talk about it. What do you think is going to work? Okay, well, what? why couldn't you give me the lettuce? Like we'd eventually calm down and be like, I don't understand why you, you were like, oh, well, Saka was asking for the tomatoes too and I couldn't get both. Okay, so maybe we need two people over there actually. So like it did eventually lead to solutions. The wanting to murder each other in the moment was like hilarious and also like potentially very unhealthy as well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like not only like that, like definitely that like communication, like it helps so much, but also like, in the moment fast-paced strategy making mm -hmm. where it's like we need burgers and we're making burgers we're making burgers we're making burgers it's like oh holy fuck we need fries nobody like somebody yeah like now get, we like, need to switch it up and get potatoes you or go whatever, fries, right? like, make it. yeah <laughs> and it's like it, the the fast pace like that fast pace moment like that's not something that a lot of people can do mm -hmm. and it's like okay we'll sit back and we'll get it next time but there was a lot of levels that we were like halfway through we were like this isn't working quick reset yeah like we 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 have enough time to fix it communicate really quickly get back on it and like that that fast pace um 
planning and communication definitely, definitely increased because of video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. In my opinion, like I, I can't imagine another time in my life where I had to make fast paced decision making um, around making food. <laughs> like fast food or um like know. drinks hot drinks or, <laughs> or like drinks or something i mean like at work the drive through times are increasing and i'm like i don't know don't, don't know what to tell you just get faster i guess <laughs> playing overcooked i'm like all right here's what we need to do <laughs> i mean even to like a lesser extent like playing i know we, sh- we should have nhl a lot but like playing nhl like the um, specifically the mode that like uh, me and my friends play all the time which is the ashl mode where you're on a team like a team together and like it's it like it's it's you're playing hockey, so like if your defenseman has to rush in to like get the puck, you have to cover him on the point. Otherwise, you're you're not gonna have anybody there. And like you have to like make like there's a, there's a bunch of times where like in the middle of the game, we're like, okay, well these guys always do this against us, so like now we have to find a way to stop that. Or like if like in the defensive zone, like this guy always wins the faceoffs, I'm gonna tie him up so that you can rush in and get the puck instead. Yeah, very like, similar to Apex, though when we're playing arenas, right? So if we yeah. played. Um, two rounds and we've lost both because the enemy team has stayed back and sniped. Then we adjust our strategy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I do want to talk about um, It Takes Two. So me and Matt have been playing that. Uh, it takes two this... to make a Sorry, please continue. Say it a little louder, Matt. I just I feel like people <laughs> need to hear you sing. No, that's not good for legality reasons. Um, it takes two. Marissa, tell me about it. Uh, about? So <laughs> this is very much. It kind of reminds me. Well, like other than remind me of a whale, which it is by essentially the same makers. Um, it reminds me of Portal, like Portal 2 multiplayer mode where you had to work together to actually get to the end of um, every testing chamber. Um, and you had to have good communication and also like really good synchronization. Sometimes you had to do things while the other person was doing something else. Plus you had to have trust. Um, so you had to trust that your partner was actually going to do the thing. Cause if they didn't do the thing, you were going to die. So like, um, there's been lots of instances in which we, I mean, we've killed each other in the game for many sure. <laughs> many times, many, many but times. also where we, we've known, you know, like. Okay, well, we're taking it seriously now, and and I know that he's not actually gonna, you know, pull the nail out, or I know I have at least one more swing before he pulls the nail out from the hammer that I'm holding, is you know, is holding up the hammer, um, like all that stuff, or just like good callouts and stuff like that. It's it's all the same teamwork and communication, but th- there's an extra level of trust that I feel like, um, and I, I think also I, I I've gained that mostly in like like I already trust Matt pretty deeply but like you gain that in that other person just for them to have your back the other thing is like i I don't know maybe it's my maturity increasing um but like the more i play the game the less i want to mess with you like i want to see you succeed i don't know how to describe that like in like it's not really i think it's a little bit like you get bored of watching the other person die like it's not that funny but like yeah, it's also like, like the joke definitely gets old. Like it's funny the first time. It, it it's is like funny, it, and like they they kind of I feel like they've set the game up to get it out of your system pretty fast too because they like one of the first things you have to do is you have to and I I've talked about this I think last week, but you have to pull back like a like a door and it's on a spring so it just like slams shut, 
And I remember I saw it on TikTok before we played the game. And then I played the game and like I saw it and I was like, Matt's going to for sure let go of this. And it was just set up in a way that I feel like they were like, if you need to kill each other, get out of your system because you're going to like it's going to be a painful game if you keep killing each other. (laughs) And he did. I tried to escape and then I was like, no, 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 I'll hold the door open for you. And I I know he knew I was going to kill him, but, you know, I did. And then, and then I held the door open and then I tried to kill him and he got through and it was kind of funny. And then I got through and it was kind of funny. And then we moved on. And like there was a couple other times where we like jokingly did stuff to each other, but it got really old really fast. I think mostly because we got it out of our system, but also a little bit of, um, I, I feel like it's pride. It's pride in the fact that you're responsible for someone else. Yeah. It's why you play support characters in like yeah. any game or something like that. It's because it, like you take pride in them succeeding. Like, y- yes. And also, like, I feel like I just for the puzzles that are like one, like the game has puzzles where it's like they're very different puzzles. Like you're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. And like just seeing you succeed. It's like, yes, like I had nothing to do with that puzzle. You did it. I'm so and like, I just have that pride like. I know it's like, yeah, like I need you to do that for me to beat the game, but like I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just genuinely like seeing you succeed. And like after playing this game for a couple hours, I'm like, I want to see you like beat the puzzles like you beat mm. them. And I'm like, yes, great job. Oh, wait, I'm also playing this game. Like I remove myself. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I do my puzzle. shit. Now I'm letting you down. <laughs> no, but like, like just that pride and, and trust, like it builds pride and trust. Um and like this game is like absolutely fantastic. Like I love this game. This is probably one of my favorite games. Um, it takes two. Like yeah. definitely deserved. It won like video game of the year 2021. Definitely deserved it. Um, like by far my favorite game. And like just s- same thing with like the puzzle building, like increased trust, increased like pride in, in your companions, um, increased problem solving in the moment. Like it the the moral of the game is also great like it's about um you know like trusting your partner finding the good things in other people very like cannot recommend this game enough yeah i agree um fully i have a few other things that i feel like video games have brought to my life so uh one we've kind of discussed a little bit already um So it's going to be emotional maturity, but I'm going to add to that uh, emotional processing. Um, So, and this might be a little bit more unique to me. I play a lot of RPGs. I play a lot of story-based games as well. So I play a lot of choice-based stuff. I like those because I don't like making choices in real life. So I like an environment in which I can go back (laughs) potentially or... I can do it in, like, there are no real consequences. Like, they're not actually going to affect my life if I make the wrong decision. So it is kind of, like, a nice thing to, for me to be able to do. But they tend to have really emotionally loaded yeah. stories. And one of the things, like with most media, so this includes any sort of movies or TV shows or books or novels or whatever, is the reason that people read them is to help them process things. Um, So whether this is something in your own life or just having empathy, I feel like some video games are very good at that. Some are not. So I feel like this is not universal. Like, I don't think you're going to get a lot of empathy from playing Apex. (laughs) I just don't think so. You might lose. 
Yeah, you, you might get like some you're not out, getting empathy like... <laughs> for people. In fact, you might lose some empathy for people. Um, yeah, but <laughs> playing like The Last of Us Part Two, playing um, even It Takes Two has had a couple moments. Uh, I did cry on stream. If you're interested in seeing that, <laughs> uh, that was traumatic. Um, there was there was one level. I I before we started streaming, I was like, oh, we're gonna stream this. It's gonna be super traumatic. You're like, what do you mean? I don't know anything about it. And then, like the opening scene, like the parents are fighting, and I was like, yeah, but I was I, like, oh, this <laughs> is like, I get this is like yeah. traumatic, and this is like a story, and it's sad. But that was definitely not what made me cry, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It was, I definitely cried over a stuffed elephant. Yeah. Um, I was like, no no spoilers like for people <laughs> who definitely play this game. But like the elephant scene, like for those who have played it, the elephant scene, I was like, oh. Sobbed. <laughs> I don't want to play this anymore. I'm, we were literally like. Sobbed. I was sitting there like wiping away my tears. Uh, there was like a button tap, which I'm very fast at on the controller like i can i get yeah. real fast at those which we saw matt on was stream in a different matt part. was like first thing you have to press the button and i was like i don't i don't want to i'm i'm, I'm not okay <laughs> i don't want to show something about like because like you yeah. were like i don't i don't want to play this anymore and i was like get this over as quickly as possible <laughs> like i've never tapped a button so quickly in my life. I was, like, just end this scene so I can move on with my life and you were like i'm done <laughs> shutting down for the day yeah this is this is why i can't play um horror games because you rush through the horror parts so that you're yeah, on yeah. the other side and you can deal oh, with the emotional conflict <laughs> the emotional whatever that you need to deal with on the other side i stop at the door and i'm like i don't want to go in the room because the room is gonna scare <laughs> me so that's a whole other aside but uh yeah processing things like that even just experiencing that or even getting something out like sometimes you need just a good freaking cry and sometimes that comes out through a video game and that's okay I think video games are actually better at creating those emotional connections. Like partly because of the time it takes to like play, like you, you do get more, you get invested, more invested in general in and in also general, you're playing the character. Right, like, so you feel like we've talked about this in final fantasy 15. Like I feel like I'm in the car with them. Like I am the fifth member of the gang and like it, again, it depends on the writing of the game and how the like creative direction wants you to feel while while you're playing their game well it's the entire reason why i like dragon age so much is yeah. that they give you choices that feel impactful and important and actually will change the course of the story and you have to make them as the character and you feel like you are making them because you've played out every other part of this character and you've made all these dialogue choices that you really do feel like you're doing that and they have approval systems so you know that you've disappointed people with your decision and yeah there's consequences yeah, like there con for your actions. Consequences that you yeah. could like actually see. Which is why, like, yeah. broadly speaking, it 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 was it's one of the most D and D based games I've ever seen. Like having yes. been a DM and now like multiple times, and then seeing that like just paralleled through all through Dragon Age is kind of absurd. But like that is it because D and D is at its base a game of consequences you can do whatever you want in that game but you cannot do whatever you want without consequence yeah that's actually a great way of describing it and i never really thought about it that way like it is a game of consequences wow you never thought about it that way i've never really thought oh, no i was just like well it was like role-playing having fun oh like, that's so funny matt because i complimented your <laughs> listening skills and when i dm'd you in a campaign that is how i described my role <laughs> 
What? <laughs> 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 no, listen. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> Anyways, I think the emotional connection in video games, <laughs> um, it it's a deeper connection. Like I can watch a sad movie and be like, oh, that was sad, and I can watch a yeah. happy movie and be like, oh, that was happy, and then like. In these video games, these minor choices, my consequences will like just have such a harder, deeper impact. And I feel like growing up, I was like, yeah, I don't care. Like I'm playing the stupid game. This is fun. Ha ha ha. Like whatever. And like the games that I play now are completely different. And like there's so many games that I wouldn't even think about picking up and be like, I don't I don't really care for Call of Duty. You know, like I'm not here for that. I'm not really here for first person shooters unless it's like the campaign Mm-hmm. I, I don't care about team deathmatch anymore and like i'm playing these like i'm playing stardew valley and it's like a farming game and i'm like i care so much about these characters they're pixels and i care so much about them and like i'm <laughs> spending my time off being like i need to care about these pixels and like just the emotional connections um through through like all the games like playing final fantasy 9 when i was 12 to 15 i was like yeah like this is this is fun. Oh, this is a sad part. Ooh, this is a happy part. And like now I'm playing it and I'm like, like I take, mo- like I have to pause it and be like, <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a sad part. <laughs> Holy fuck. Wow. This game is like, <laughs> just has so much meaning. And I think like growing up partly has something to do with that, but like also just like the video games themselves, I think do impact my maturity level as well. I'm not saying I'm mature but I'm definitely more mature than I've been. And like, I feel like the, the, the video game industry also has matured a lot since we've all of us have started playing video games. Like when I went, we, we all first started playing video games, a game like three fourths home did not exist. There was not a game to like that. You that played. like walked you through <laughs> that. I played. Like, like, <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that it did. I'm just saying like, did the video game industry mature or did you stop playing games that were immature? I think both. Yeah. It's probably okay. both because the video game industry has grown. And I think that's a yes. big, that's a bigger distinction to make. It has matured in ways and I don't want to say it hasn't. Cause I've seen that. Um, even taking, <laughs> I don't know, a game I'm familiar with dragon age. So uh, the way that the first game interacted with certain ideas and themes is very different from the way that they were um, put forth in Inquisition. And even then, like, people have been critiquing that, and I expect Dragon Age 4 to have an improvement on that, to be honest. That doesn't mean that every part of the gaming industry has grown. I don't think that's true. Um, but like because it's grown outwards and because it makes more money and now there are more opportunities for smaller studios to be successful, you do have these indie numbers coming through where, yeah, you have three force home where you have somebody you ha- it's literally walking you through a great loss. And when I played that game, I was going through a great loss in my life. And that was like very emotionally um reassuring to me to have something that i was like oh i relate to this like deeply and i feel this deeply and this feels like my life but i can explore this world in a safe way in a way that i feel like i can't right now because i feel hurt and that's amazing 
And no, I don't really think that was there in the 90s necessarily or the early 2000s. But there might have been something similar that was just really small that not a lot of people knew about. I don't know. Yeah. Very, very well said. Um, I know that that doesn't contribute much to the conversation. (laughs) It it was very eloquently said. And like, it really is a matter of like, there's still toxic as hell lobbies. Like there are games that I refuse to play because they're extremely toxic. Oh, I, I, the community as a whole. Yeah. Still has a long, I will say this though. Like the video game community, the developers, players, everybody still has a long way to go. Absolutely. Toxicity, absolutely a thing. I got a freaking message in Tetris saying I was cheating because I lost, and that was a bummer. That is a thing in every game, and I'm not even attributing that to the big games because, like I said, I've gotten the meanest message I've ever gotten in Tetris. Uh, that shouldn't happen. It's it really Tetris. Says something about the person that said it, like <laughs> weird, just a weird game. I played it. a lot of Call of Duty, <laughs> and I've got messages from Call of Duty, and I've played Apex, and I've got messages from Apex. And they did not compare to a single message I got from Tetris, which is just hilarious. However, I will say the one other thing that (laughs) online gaming has brought me personally is a lot of confidence. So I have a lot more confidence in being able to go into lobbies by myself now. Like that wouldn't have happened two years ago. I would have been like, hey, Matt, hey, Sacco, do you want to come game with me? Because I don't want to be alone because if somebody says something (laughs) mean to me, I want... At least somebody else to laugh up. Not even back up. Like, I just want somebody else to be like, oh, that was stupid. They're dumb. And so I don't have to feel shit about it. And now when I'm playing like Apex and somebody's like, I don't know, leave me the fuck alone, which I did get that message the other day (laughs) from my teammate, (laughs) which was fun. Uh, They were like, stop following me. And I was like, okay. We're on a team. But I was like, whatever, dude. Like, no skin off my back. Like, I'll go be my badass little self over on the other side of the map, I guess. I don't know. So, like, I have an ability to shake things off a lot easier. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I feel like I've gotten that specifically from online lobbies. And I think... I like something just to continue on the online lobby, like the opposite side of that, where like I have learned my privilege about that because I used to go into lobbies and I would immediately just mute everybody and be like, I don't want to hear you say slurs and I don't want to hear you insulting other people. And like, if I get insulted, I'm like, I honestly, like I'm in a safe enough place with my own like mental state that like yeah you can call me whatever you want i don't give a fuck like you are so minuscule in my life yeah like it, it's yeah. not and gonna affect like my through life. online gaming and like through like honestly this community the crown heathens community <laughs> like through this like i i go in <laughs> in lobbies now and I, I stay on mic and i'm like i can hear those things and be fine and there's people who can hear those things and it will affect them and it's gonna ruin their day and everybody should be allowed to game like gaming should be a hundred percent an open and safe place so i now report people like i've reported people so many times i have reported people on my own team and like i have called people out like yeah. in apex there was like there's people who are being toxic and i will i will stop playing i'll be like you're gonna lose the guy i'm gonna make you lose because you're being rude and i will sit there and i will type out messages or i will go on voice and be like stop right now we're no longer playing a game and we are now talking about consequences because you need to realize that these actions have them and like yeah. the fact that like 100% my maturity level has grown because of these games. Like two years ago or even three years ago, 
I'm sitting in lobbies. Somebody says like "fuck," and I'm like, "Shut up! Don't want to listen to you." <laughs> you immediately, and it's like yeah. that is privilege. Like, like, like every every Call of Duty, the first thing I did just was mute, yeah, turn, like, a mute all players. Mute all that was players. an option in the settings so that it was a default thing. The second you got into yeah. the lobby, it muted everybody. And for you. and that is a privilege. And that I, I will had. say, both of you, I know both of you did this before you started playing with me, and I know both of you stopped when you started playing with me. Because I am the person yeah. and I know the people. I know people who just want to play first person shooters and they are like the first thing they say to me, they're like, I'll be like, hey, like, you know, like if you ever get into it or you play like Apex or something, like I'll totally jump into games with you. I'll like, I'll show you the ropes, like absolutely 110%. Like, just tell me. And they're like, I don't really want to play online. I don't want to get yelled at by 12 year olds or I don't want to get I don't want men sending me messages that I suck. Because it's mostly, and it's not always, but it's mostly girls I hear this from. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But, like, that's that's not going to happen. Like, I'll be there, first off. Yeah. Second off, like, they might say something, but, like, it's also... The other half of it is if you mute everyone, you miss the great people. Like, I yeah. have had, like, the funniest randoms in Apex... And they've been so nice, like just guys who just like, like they just are like, like I, some guy went on for like 20 minutes about my name the other day in Apex, just like wondering where it came from. He was trying to guess like why I called myself Maddie Dancer, like where that got to be my gamer take. Like he was on voice chat. I wasn't on voice chat with him. <laughs> he was just chit chatting to his butt about my name. It was the funniest shit. I was like crying, laughing at times, like. And I was like, if I had just muted these guys, like I would have missed out on so much and all because I would have assumed that they were going to be toxic. And that sucks. Yeah. And the more you report the toxic people, the more yeah. people are, feel open to just like, yeah, they'll mute There's the no toxic pe te yeah. people, but like then they never shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, there's just, there's so many like, there there's so many good people but also just like i've played so many lobbies where like people's mics are just on and like the thought that like they didn't sit down and be like okay am i gonna be are is somebody gonna hear my voice today like should i wear a mic should i do this like they're just sitting there and like somebody's taught like they're there's like an, a fight going on like there's a domestic in the background and i'm like dude like your microphone's on like are you yeah, there's a, a domestic argument <laughs> and they're like i'm like dude your mic's on and i'm like oh yeah so turn it off. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, we don't want to like, hear this. This is not something that should be on the internet or online. And it's like, they'll just be sitting there and they're like eating or chewing. And like, I'm like, hey. Can you what, mute? What are you, what are you on about? Can well, the worst you, or, yeah, play, like, playing music. music. And I'm like. You like no. oh, like oh my the god. Worst don't people hear music, are like the, the people who I swear it must be the, the PS5 players. Well, the guy's named Matt. But the PS5 players were using the mic and the controller yeah. Why? or something. Because you hear everything. Why? No talking, Every, no Literally just, everything. Just. It's like, I didn't want to yeah. hear you clicking X like 700 Why? times to pick up the ammo. But like, okay. Why was that like, necessary? And like, what that is, is, like, that is a privilege of they don't have to think like, can I put my voice yeah. Like, can I do that? And like, there are people who are afraid to like, I don't want to play online because I don't want to be judged. And like, that is a privilege that I never realized, you know, 
when I was 15, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I got a mic. My fucking playing Blink-182 in the back. I'm like, everybody's (laughs) listening to this. They're going to love this. (laughs) I'm doing them a favor. The the emotional, the The, the dopest lobby ever. Let's fucking go, boys. Like, no, it's, it's horrible. Like, learn and like, definitely... Um, especially gaming with you, like definitely learned, learned, definitely have matured. And like, if, if like, I guess like my piece of advice is like, if you, if you are comfortable going in, like you need to stand up for the little people, but also like, as I get older, it's like, I just seeing the good in other people. And like, like you said, like, I'm going to go in and I'm not going to assume that everybody's going to be toxic. So I'm just going to mute everybody. Like, I'm going to assume that everybody's here to have a good time like me and assume the best in others. And, like, having, like, genuine experiences, especially in, like, Apex, like, three-player lobbies, like, they're significantly smaller. I'm like, hey, let's all have a good time. Yeah. You know? And, like, just, like, experiencing the good in others. And, like, video games definitely helped with with that and on both sides. All right. Well, anything else to add for this topic today? I don't think so. I think we... Pretty much I think I got everything I wanted to say. I'm like so hyped up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. <laughs> like I'm trying to like I'm trying to like calm my breathing down. I'm just like, man, like video games. You're like the loud. They make people the best and they also right make now. people the worst. To, mute yourself. If you're gonna sit there and just breathe into the mic and not say anything else other than breathe into the mic, yeah, I gotta. Maybe you those, shouldn't have a those microphone. people. <laughs> I, I I mute those people pretty fast. I'm like I. I'm sorry. You might be really you're cool. I'm never to gonna you're not, know. You're, not, you're never gonna. Yeah. You might be the coolest person ever. Yeah. You might be the funniest person ever. I'm so sorry. I'm missing out on it, but I cannot hear a footstep <laughs> over that. Um. Really quickly before we, um, branch off. Um. This is a video game podcast, as I mentioned, and with video game podcast comes video game news, and Pokemon Gen Nine has. Some announcements that came out um, on the day of recording, but like when we post this, it'll still be relevant because, you know, Pokemon's the best. So if you, if y'all don't mind, I would like to talk maybe five minutes about the new Pokemon news. Go for it. Awesome. So generation nine, we have a title. I am extremely excited because the title sounds sick. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Um, They just sound cool. Like I, I'm sign me the fuck up i know it's a pokemon game and that was enough just saying pokemon but uh pokemon scarlet pokemon violet super pumped about that um and then we have the uh the starter pokemon and i for one love the starter pokemon i'm very nervous because we only got the initial starters um so the first one is a grass type cat the grass types cat name i'm really bad with names Please, nobody murder me. <laughs> um, the name is Sprigatito. It's a grass type cat. Um, and it is attention seeking. That's its characteristic. It's an attention seeking grass type cat. Um, if the cat stands up, half of the internet will murder the Pokemon devs. Because we want the cat's feet to stay on the floor. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. My Absolutely. One one of my favorites potentially. Um, I have to see their final evolutions, but is uh, Fue Coco, the fire crocodile Pokemon, laid back fire croc. Listen, that cat 
It's a cute. It's a cute, cute. fucking I just cat. Just the picture of it. That is it's the cutest cat. little and fucking cat. I'm afraid cat. that they're gonna make like. Remember Litton? We talked about Litton. This cute little cat. Yeah, I remember Litton. Up and it's like yeah. I'm a boxer now. It's like don't. And then just it become a bigger off. cat. Yeah, cats no. grow up. No, they become bigger cats. You don't have to stand up. <laughs> you don't have to become humanoid. It's a cute fucking cat. My yeah. favorite, debatably, is um, Fue Coco, though, just because there's speculation that it might be a ghost type fire ghost. Um, it's based off of a chili pepper. Yeah, it's kind of like, like skull. Cubone. Like that's what we're saying. Like skull. Um, yeah, maybe it's a laid back fire croc Pokemon. Um, doing things at its own pace. We love that. Like I'm, I'm here for it. Um, and then the last one is Quaxley, the uh, cute little. Cute little duck. Water. <laughs> With the nice, nice fluffy hair. That's gotta be, it's gotta be a fairy It type might be. When it evolves, um, 100%. Ernest and Tidy Duckling. So I did look up a picture of Hoi Coco because you were raving about it. And the first thing I found, not the first thing, but on the first page of Google Images, uh, somebody took the scene from Brooklyn Nine-Nine where Rosa says, um... <laughs> and they put Foy Coco over <laughs> yeah. the dog that she's holding in the scene and it says I've only had Foy Coco for an hour but if anything happens to him I would kill everyone in this room and then myself <laughs> so I feel like you might not be alone in this match yeah. the, the, um, the trailer for the game um, for anybody who hasn't seen it like definitely look it up it was cool it was all um, like real life like it was like a security guard walking through a, like a museum and he was like shining his light on things and then like it it like cut to the game and like the footage was super short um and it was like not official footage so like the graphics are like horrible but it looks like it's going to be open world like um pokemon legends mm. um except more like gym like it's going to be like modern day so it's going to have gyms and stuff um and uh it it looks it just looks great like i know it's just a pokemon game but like Matt, we would never say I, that i'm excited for it <laughs> I'm excited for it, so I'm glad that I got to <laughs> do my little ramble. Um, uh, so I have a little bit of news myself. So I did watch yes. the Cuphead show. Wow! In its entirety. What did you think? You finished it? I fa- of course I did. I also watched the um, Cuphead show. Yeah. I have hyperfixation problems, as we mentioned earlier. <laughs> I finished that in like a day. <laughs> uh, I thought it was okay. I I am a little intrigued. I would like them to follow the game a little bit personally yeah yeah i don't i i like i thought it was i i also watched it i thought it was cool i i but i, I agree with marissa like i feel and like i don't, I don't want know them to like not follow the game and i know they were like oh we're doing before the game and i'm like that's great but like but I, I, really I kind of hope like i kind of hope season two is just the game the game like, because like you run into the and you get some of their the like, game, like the backstories like almost the... a little bit more, but like I was like I just at some point I just want Cuphead to just go around and have to collect all their souls. Like I want that to be a thing and to like yeah. watch him go through that. I think they've made really cool characters and like some of the storylines are actually quite funny, but it's also like it definitely yeah, feels and... like a children's cartoon that I would never let any child watch. <laughs> Yeah, like it was, because like it was. I I I mean, she put, I mean, Marissa put up perfectly. I don't know how else so, how who, else. Who would you say it, the target audience is? I don't know. Like no, people, but that, like, that's like, that, that's like what I feel like. Who the people game. who played the that's game, the target audience, who aren't children. That was it. 
because I feel like it was a little yeah. bit too scary for what I felt like the show was actually like there were there were a lot of intense moments for like a cartoon for like a children's cartoon and like maybe I just haven't watched children's cartoons in a while and that's just where that genre has gone but like like it's like you run into the devil a lot obviously and you run into like ghosts and stuff like that because like that was a big theme in the game like and it was there was all, there were just a I just, lot of they, very like a lot of people lost like, their souls at various times too this. and they looked really upset like they were really upsetting after they lost their soul like they were very yeah. grayed out and like yeah and i was just like i don't know as a child i would have lifeless cried. husks basically i would have had nightmares but also i am baby so maybe that's just me but i wouldn't let my like nieces watch it for sure so according to this um maybe not reliable website it has a tv rating of seven so like age of seven and seven up. like i guess but like yeah. i don't know if i would let it's like it's my niece is but like my niece is seven i wouldn't let her watch it like i yeah like i can't i guess seven but like I, I yeah i'm with marissa i feel like a little bit older than seven personally but yeah maybe like like preteens you know yeah but i feel like it felt like a little 10, bit 11. too young for that to like the structure of the show yeah. i don't know it was very interesting i hope they don't not continue it i just kind of hope that they follow the um game next like they did do like a good job in like making it feel like like an old school cartoon the episodes were super short they were like very ridiculous in their plot lines very slapstick comedy like it very much felt like an old school cartoon and that, i mean that's what the, that was the whole art style of the game like that was the whole point of this so like i think they did a good job in that but yeah like i just watching the show watching the first season i don't know how they're going to tie this into the game after yeah i feel like yeah. there's ways that they could do it anyway i just just want to mention that uh does anyone we're running a little bit of, out of time here does anyone have anything to mention in terms of new games that they're playing I have I've been playing Destiny. <laughs> I I am just gonna recommend um It Takes Two. Like that's the game. Like it's 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 takes two, Stardew Valley and Death Store are the games I'm playing, and like it takes two is by far like it deserved twenty twenty one game of the year, debatably twenty twenty two. It's been not a great year for games so far. So it takes two is taken both years. <laughs> both years for Matt. I love it. Double award. Um all right. And uh, Psycho's playing a little bit of Destiny 2. I know, I, I think you've been enjoying that. I have, yeah, because the new DLC came out. Um, so I've been playing through a little bit of that new campaign. So very, very fun. Kind of reminded me why I played Destiny in the first place. But yeah, good. Very good. Good shit. <laughs> good shit. All right. Uh, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you liked what you heard, make sure you go and check out our Twitch channel. It is twitch.tv slash crownedheathens. Give us a like or a sub there. We appreciate the hell out of both. We are also active, relatively speaking, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, so you can follow us there, all at crownedheathens. Otherwise, one big last thank you for listening to today's podcast, and as always, we will definitely catch you in the next one. Thanks, everyone.
Wow.